Welcome to today's episode of Relationships Matter. We are going to discuss the ugly truth about divorce and the happy truth about divorce. This is twofold. Divorce has its pros and divorce has its cons. So stick with us today for our episode of divorce and the impact on the family. So on today's episode, we're going to discuss divorce and what it means to recover from such a traumatic event in your life. Most people look at divorce as this ugly event that has scorched and scorned your relationship, right? Whatever the circumstances were that led up to the divorce, it can really impact the recovery process in which one moves on with their life. So divorce, um, for me, was evolutionary. Um, I know that, you know, some people look at it as, oh, I'm never going to love again. I'm never going to be able to look at people the same. And for me, it was more... um, enlightening. It was pivotal. It was sad. Um, But I never looked at it as I would never love again. I did, in fact, look at it as a failure because you took these vows with an individual and you said that you would love them forever and forever came far too soon. And for some, it didn't come soon enough. But for me, when I was first divorced, um, it was too soon. It wasn't something that I had ever planned on because I didn't plan on being with anyone else. Um, That was the person I picked and we were supposed to grow this life. And when it ended, a part of me, you know, ended as well, because how do I move on and become a different person outside of what I consider to be my norm or whatever what I consider to be my happily ever after because you know that's what people think you know marriage is a fairy tale and once you say I do it's the happy ever after when people actually don't look at the happily ever after they look at the wedding as like this fairy tale and the wedding is supposed to be a resemblance of the marriage And the thing is, a wedding is great. People spend a lot of money to have their dream, you know, the dress and the venue and all their people come together and do their little fancy dances. But when you take that dress off, how do you survive the marriage in order to not end in divorce? This is how you survive. So marriage is a continual, it's a continual evolution Um, people change every seven years. And if you think about who you were in your twenties and then who you are in your thirties and then who you are in your forties and fifties and so on, you will see that there has been a continual 
transgression, right? You have continued to transform. You have continued to grow. You have continued to evolve as a human being. So the person that you were in your 20s, surely not going to be that same person in your 40s, or we would hope not. Um, and if you don't have a partner that is actually flexible and growing with you, you will grow away from one another. Um, and I think that's what happens in a lot of marriages, like in our teens and our twenties, you know, you get with someone and it's fun to go to the club or, you know, just to be out and about and, you know, do things and go places. And then, you know, a lot of times people have children, right? Your children, I would say kind of invade and take over your world. Um, you don't get to spend late nights out and, you know, sleep in on, on the weekends anymore. You have this new person that is just absorbing all the attention and all of your time and you just, everything is redirected in order to serve their betterment. And then once they get into high school, they, you know, they develop a little bit of autonomy and they don't need you as much and they want to hang out with their friends. Well, then you're stuck with this person if you haven't nurtured and maintained that relationship over the course of the years, you lose what was once important to you. Um, and a lot of people do that. They get so lost in the fact of the art of having kids and raising these children and this love that they have for this little person that they don't realize that you had a relationship before you had children. And that relationship still takes that same amount of nurture, that still that same amount of admiration and love as prior to having those little bitty people that <laughs> really need your time and attention now. So if you don't take time to nurture that, when it's time to actually um, be with just you and them again, and life has evolved and changed, you won't make it. A lot of people don't make it through to that part to even see because, you know, parents get so involved in raising their children that they forget about their the relationship itself. Um, so back to why people end up, that's why people end up divorced because they have children and they forget about one another. Um, that really wasn't my case. In, in regards to the children, um, it was more or less a lot of individuals get married and they don't know how to compromise. Compromise is to key compromise, communication and care. The three C's you will always remember compromise, communication and care in order to be successfully married. You have to compromise. Everything isn't about you. Everything isn't about me. There are some days that I'm going to have to go to Home Depot and walk around the store, even though the bottom of my feet hurt, and endure some lumber, <laughs> some hardware, and, you know, maybe even some paint sometimes. And then there are days where he is going to have to endure sitting on the bench watching me try on shoes and going into another store 
and watching me do it all over the thing, right? And then, you know, carry my bags for me to make sure that we get them to the car. But that's compromise, you know? We don't always do the things that make us happy, but it makes our partners happy. And if your partner is happy, you're happy. And that whole compromise is where so many couples go wrong because they just want to do whatever pleases them and not what pleases their partner. And then when we talk about um, communication, vulnerability is one of the biggest issues in a relationship. People don't want to be naked with their clothes on and it hinders the ability to communicate about very sensitive issues in a relationship. Um, For a lot of people, money is a huge issue. He has an account, you have an account, and no one wants to talk about who's spending what because no one wants to be controlled, right? Another C that is devastating to a relationship. Um, I had a boss who, she had her accounts, he had his accounts, and she said, he doesn't know how much I spend and I will never tell him. If he knew the amount of debt I was in, we would be divorced. And right there, I thought about it. And I said, if you two are lifelong partners and the only thing between you is, you know, some payments that need to be made and some spending that needs to be controlled, why can't you have that conversation without judgment or backlash because we shouldn't always get angry at people because our spending habits are different. People grow up totally different walks of life and they see money differently. And that's where you have to start at. If I grew up poor and now that I have a job and I'm able to afford the things that I never can't could have, then I'm going to spend money differently. If I grew up with money, I'm going to look at money different because I've always had the things that I've wanted. So it really does take some compassion, you know, and some communication and a little less control to actually render that the financial issues, right? Um, Because you should sit down, make a budget and talk about some of the things you should I be able to make a large purchase without the permission of my husband or my wife because I made the money? Or are we talking about long-term where we have to secure our future so that once we retire, we actually have a livable wage or money put away that we can actually sustain the same quality of life that we had while we were young and working. Those are all things that you really have to take into consideration when you're talking about the aspect of money, right? And it really does take communication. And then care, genuine care. Like, do you worry about your partner's happiness, right? One thing you cannot do, and I learned this from... um Jada and Will, it was just so profound for me, where they talked about, 
you can't make another person happy, which I 100% agree with that. Your job is to actually genuinely care about their happiness and to contribute to their happiness, not complete their happiness. A person should be happy with themselves before they can ever be happy with someone else. People always say, oh, I'm whole now that I'm married. No, when you come into a marriage, you should come into a marriage whole. If you're broken, if you're half, if you're bruised, you need to find healing in order to become whole, in order to be compassionate, in order to care, in order to actually have a complete life. So to expect that someone is going to make your happiness or be responsible for your happiness is such a devastating um expectation to put on them because that's no it should be no one's expectation that I make you happy I should contribute to your happiness and yes we should do things together and you should fulfill certain expectations that I have you know as a spouse as you know a parent as just a family member there are certain expectations but in order for me to be happy I gotta be happy with myself and I am very good at making myself happy. But it was, it took some doing to get to that point. Even as far as the communication about finances, um, my husband and I have had those conversations in the past. And, you know, before we go out and we make large purchases, first off, we get in trouble by ours together. Um, very well. Um, and when we go out, you know, we know what we're actually going out for. Um, and we usually, you know, get in trouble together versus getting in trouble alone. Because um, we both know what we're there for. And we discuss things like we want to do new projects and things like that around the house. Hey, this is what the price is going to be. Um Let's go and look. And my husband is a person that will kind of um, window shop forever. And I am impulsive. I can go in a store, make a decision and be ready, you know, especially if I know that's what we're waiting on. Right. Because that's what I'm waiting on. Um, we shopped for furniture for a year. And this is in the beginning of our relationship. We've been together for like 10 years now. And this has been... Um, this was the beginning of our relationship. And I said, dear God, if we go into one more store, like we've been looking for a year and I didn't know him at the time. And he is a window shopper. He will shop, shop, shop. And I am the one that will pull the trigger every single time and say, no, 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 this is what we're getting. This is what we're buying. So after a year, um, we finally just, we finally bought furniture because I was so frustrated because we had gone through so many stores just looking and it took you know me knowing him as a partner to know that he's a window shopper and he's never going to make a decision as long as you keep going into stores and you keep showing him options but me being the impulsive person I am I know when I'm ready to buy right I know what I like and I it doesn't take much for me, but it took, it, it's taken years of communication. So when we go out now, 
we establish what we're looking for. And I usually am the one that, you know, says, okay, this is X, Y, and Z. Which one do you like? I like this one. You like this one. Okay. We both like this one. We're buying it. And that's how we do. Um, but it took, it, it, it took us, you know, some communication to get to that point. But that's why so many couples, um, end up in divorce. Divorce can be very ugly. It can be very messy and it can leave people very scorned, especially the children. A lot of times, you know, my conversations end up talking about the children because I write books um, about relationships and children are an intricate part of relationships, but they shouldn't be the end all be all and the decision making for why we do what we do. Not every single thing. Like they, you are a person before they came into the picture. And even after, you know, you and a partner separate, I think the children, the relationship should remain separate. But people have such a hard time differentiating what is right and what is wrong. Children are not pawns. They should not be used as pawns. And you should learn how to develop healthy relationships after the fact. I see so many women that are scorned the fact that um, their partner left them or men who are hurt and they never want to get married or love a person again. This is life. And life has no guarantees. There's so much that goes on but when you stop loving when you stop healing when you stop being whole you stop the cycle of life there is someone out there that is going to love you hopefully better than that person that broke your heart so don't let divorce be the finale take it as a grain of salt learn from it and move on because you are so much more important than staying in that dark place. It has such a weight and a such loneliness and emptiness that it leaves so many women just broken. And our goal is never to be broken. Our goal is always to be whole. You know, your new norm may not look like your, like your last norm, but guess what? Those scars, those bruises, those wounds make you a better person. Wear them as a badge of honor and learn from it and don't make the same mistakes. But one thing that I will always, always, always tell you is continue to love, right? Love gets better with time. Once you know what you want, once you know what kind of person you want to be with, and you know where even you're going in this lifetime, you're able to navigate with confidence and guidance and just a greater sense of being. And I just feel so disheartened when people stop and they never, and they look, they continue to look back instead of looking forward. Thank you guys for joining us today. That was our episode on divorce. And just wanted to talk about that real quick, just because 
you are so much more important. You are so much more valuable. You are so beautiful. And I want you to continue to live your life. Like, share, and follow me. Um, I'm Donnie DJ Clark on all platforms. And you can also find my books on Amazon. And this one is based off of The Power of Love. Thank you. Have a good one.